Hello and welcome to episode three of the Road to Laracon. Things have changed just a little bit since we, we set out to do this podcast. The world is in a, a very different place. Those of you who didn't purchase tickets to Laracon US, you may not necessarily be aware if you're not following along that the in-person event has been cancelled now, unfortunately. But, you know, it's best for everyone if, if that's how things play out. So Laracon US this year, at least, will go on as an online event with I'm, I'm fairly certain most of the speakers that were scheduled to speak over the two days, they'll be speaking still for the online event. So look to, I guess, Twitter and keep up to date. We'll have more information as, as information comes out about what that takes place or how that takes place moving forward. But today for episode three, I have with me another fellow Australian, uh, first time Laracon US speaker, Tim McDonald. Tim, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm well. Living the living the good life working from home here. Yeah, excellent. Doing the same here. Excellent. So, Tim, tell us a little bit about yourself, the kind of work that you do, and uh, how you found yourself speaking at Laracon. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I am a software developer, kind of started in the WordPress world and then discovered apps and uh, Laravel and, and that kind of uh, realm as well. So, I moved into that space and, you know, fell in love with Laravel, started developing apps there for clients, got into, you know, a bit of Vue and, and whatever else around the framework as well. And so I ran a business for a little while just doing that myself. Uh, and now I work for a ticketing company where we have a stack that is all Laravel. Nice. Yeah. That's good. As, a, as someone who runs a conference myself and needs ticketing, I might have to speak to you about that next time we go yeah, ahead with the conference. Let's do it. Now, Tim, this podcast is all about our speakers and their taste in music, and you have three tracks that I really like the sound of and, and artists that I'm familiar with and, and the kind of music that I enjoy. Tell me a little bit about the first song that you've got lined up for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the first song is a Queens of the Stone Age song, uh, a song for the dead. So I really like this song. It kind of goes against a lot of things that you would kind of think would be a nice song in that it's very dissonant. There's a lot of stuff that kind of feels like it shouldn't be there, but somehow it all comes together. Dave Grohl on drums for like the first few minutes is just pure bliss. And it, it's it's really interesting in that, you know, the whole album has this whole really haunting vibe, um, which is very cool. And I think this song kind of just sums it up really well. Yeah, it's just a very interesting interesting track, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Dave Grohl. My my wife and how I have this in joke that I always say to her that Dave Grohl looks like the drummer from Nirvana. Oh yeah, I love it, love it. Well, Dave Grohl looks good. We can both agree on that <laughs> for sure. He's a good looking dude and a bloody good drummer. He's a great drummer. He and he just seems obviously I don't know him personally, but he just seems like an upstanding young fella. And yeah, not yeah, not really that young anymore, is he? No, no, this is true. <laughs> All right, let's play a taste of this track. We'll go with the intro, I think, for our listeners. Yeah, let's do it.
Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Just that offbeat, that drum, that just the music, as you said, it's dissonant. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like it should be there. It's all offbeat and out of place and it all just works really well. And it's something I think Queens of Stone Age does quite a lot. Yeah, absolutely. The And, and this song, like, you know, like all the dissonance is like, I don't know, it just comes together so well with this one in that it's very dissonant. And then they have these little breaks where it kind of resolves with those little guitar licks and stuff. But even yeah. though some of those licks just introduce more tension and it's just, oh, I just love it. <laughs> Brilliant. Tim, is this the kind of music that you would ordinarily listen to while you're coding or is it something that you would reserve for walking the dog or exercising or whatever? Or is it something that you would listen to all the time? Yeah, I hadn't actually really considered that until um, you asked me to be on the podcast and um, hearing the the other episodes, and I, I thought I actually don't really listen to this kind of music that I that I like really love a lot when I am programming. I'm usually listening to stuff that uh, it's not necessarily because it's got lyrics, mm-hmm. but I'm usually listening to kind of more electronic stuff if I'm just in, in a in the zone. Um, otherwise, I do opt for some heavier stuff like uh, Disturbed or something where it's got that really like just like that beat that just keeps going and going and yeah. going and going and going and then really driving. But I don't really opt for like that, the, like kind of my most popular stuff when I'm programming. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is because it would be distracting and yeah. stuff I don't know as well. Yeah, definitely yeah. stuff that I know certainly seems to distract me a lot more than it doesn't. Someone posted on Twitter the other day, this uh, coffee shop radio. It's just a 24-7 live radio stream going on YouTube. I'll link it up in the show notes for this episode. But it's it's just great to have in the background. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Especially right now when we can't get out. Yeah, that's right. So it's, it's uh, yeah. and to clarify, it's actual music. It's not the sounds of a coffee shop. <laughs> oh, oh, got you, got you. <laughs> well, the other night, um, with with all the working from home that we're doing at the moment, we put on some coffee shop background jazz, and it was like coffee shop noises and people making coffees and just some jazz music. It was <laughs> yeah, it was great. Love brilliant, it. brilliant, brilliant. So moving on to our our second track, this is another artist that I'm familiar with. Tell us about your second song, Tim. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this is a Radiohead song called My Iron Lung. So I really like this track in that it's very like, you can almost like float away in the beginning of the song. It's so nice and the you, you feel like you're just floating on a cloud. And then all of a sudden the song just completely changes and like Johnny Greenwood just like turns on his distortion to 11 and just like rips this like lick. And you're just like, where did this kind of come from? And then by the end of the song, it's kind of a bit of the beginning and a bit of that all mixed into one. And it's like somehow they've got like two songs and they've just like shoved half a song here, half a song there, and then somehow made it the one song by the end. And I just love how they've kind of tied that together. And I think it's a good mix of like the early like Pablo Honey, Radiohead, and then the OK Computer stuff kind of before they got into the more amnesiac, like uh, electronic kind of stuff. And I just love this is because it's kind of like half and half of what they were kind of transitioning through at the time when they did the bands, the album. So, yeah, big fan of this song. Yeah. Let's have a listen. Do it every day You don't mean it 
actually listen to them in the background so that I know. I think when I interviewed Freik, I was like, yeah, that was a real banger. And I hadn't listened to the song. And then I, and I'm like, oh, that wasn't really a banger at all. No, I, I thought that was a joke. I thought it was great. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Tim, you, you know, the way that you speak about music and, and you, you talk about the depth of the music and, and the history of the Radiohead stuff. Have you ever been a musician yourself or are you a musician yourself or you just really enjoy music? Yeah, I, I'm definitely a musician. I was probably more of a musician back in the day than I am now. Um, so I've been in bands um, like since high school kind of thing on and off. In high school, we were in a band called Smiling Politely. Simpsons <laughs> reference. So that was amazing. And most recently I was in a band actually with my wife and um, my stepbrother. Uh, oh, and cool. we used to just jump around like piano, bass and guitar. All three of us just jump uh-huh. on to different instruments and play some stuff. It was, yeah, good fun. Nice. Uh, a multi, multi-talented instrument, instrumentalist like our friend Freik. Uh, yeah, I would say I'm probably just a guitarist and just I a guitarist in everything else, yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> whether it's good or not is something else. Yeah. I'm, I'm like that with the drums. I've, I've picked up a guitar, but I don't have the dexterity, dexterity in my fingers to play guitar or, and I, I played the piano for a long time and I just, I got to a certain point. I just plateaued. I just couldn't keep on with it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same actually with, with drums. I've got a drum kit and I'm like, uh, I think I'm going to sell it because I just, uh, I just can't get it. I just can't make it happen. Yeah. Guitar is where it's at. Mine kind of collects dust a lot, but now Eli kind of comes home from childcare and he has to walk past and he's like, drums, drums. So he goes on there yes. and just like beats the crap out of him. So it's good fun for him, <laughs> I suppose, if nothing else. Yeah, for sure. All right, Tim, mindful of the fact that we're running short on time now, hit us with your third and final track, a nice long one, which I enjoy. Yeah, so this is a Pink Floyd song, um, Shine On Your Crazy Diamond, um, the first half, even though it's four different parts. This song is just, it's everything. Um, The way that Dave Gilmore plays the guitar in this song just is like, it just hits me. Uh, Every, every like bend, every accent that he makes on the guitar during these solos is just incredible. And I can just sit and listen with my eyes closed to this song uh, on loop forever. Um, there's actually a fantastic, like we've got the studio version, but there's also a version that they did live at the Pulse concert, mm-hmm. which is just as good live, which I just don't understand how they can do that. But that's Pink Floyd for you. You know, you know, the good musicians when their live stuff is just as good as what they put out on a, on a record. Exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. I'm going to play this one out for our listeners. The top comment on this YouTube video is, I don't need drugs. I have Pink Floyd. So if that gives you a bit of a mindset for what this one is all about. As I said, folks, Laracon US, the in-person event has been canceled this year, sadly due to the way of the world at the moment. The event will be going online, our great speakers, which we will continue to interview and release these podcast episodes for, will be speaking at that event. So be sure to keep an eye out. I'm sure tickets will be available for the wider population of Laravel community as we move on. Tim, thanks again for your time. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. Pink Floyd, take it away for us.